What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Loud out. What do you got? All right. We were talking about food sort of during the break. And yeah, I... well, just so people know, I'll let people behind the curtain. Our, uh, our friend Om Young Masuk, uh, who covers the NBA for us uh, here at ESPN, tweeted out a video of the spread at the uh, Boston Garden tonight. And during the finals, they, to their credit, they've always done it big there, even during the playoffs, but generally during the finals. Full Maine lobsters, tons of crab cakes, like media is the media spread tonight. And I'll tell you this, Cappy, you know this, and Lindsay and Lauda, you feed the media, they're going to say nice things about you. Well, that's why mm-hmm. you do it, so that when you have this the situation where the rim is two inches too high and the Warriors don't get a chance for the pregame shoot-around, Rather than reporting that the Celtics are a bunch of cheaters, they're like, the Celtics put out a really nice spread. They're fine people. Exactly. <laughs> All right, Lauda, go ahead. Those are huge lobsters, though. I was like, whoa. Anyways, since we were talking about food, I'm a huge sriracha person. I love, especially like when I go to Starbucks, I throw it on my breakfast sandwiches. I love it. But I saw yesterday that there is a shortage of sriracha. Unfortunately, due to crop failure and, of course, the pandemic, which hit Everybody, there is a shortage. And I was reading on top of um, them explaining the shortage of sriracha that people are stocking up and people are mad. They're like, hey, they're kind of saying that it's like the toilet paper situation and everything like the Clorox wipes when we couldn't find them during the pandemic. And someone said that they saw it on offer up for like a little bottle that you would pay for two dollars that is going for like fifteen dollars. I'm like, we don't got to do all that. Do we really got to do all that for sriracha? Like, I love it. But... Would you, no, would you I would never Hell go that now, And I love it. Yeah, yeah. Like, I ain't doing all that. That's too much. I don't know if I love it. Like, I'm okay with it occasionally. Oh, no, I really like it. It's not on, like, love level. I, like, I you know what it. I love? I'm you. you know I what, like, a, a fancy condiment that I love? Mm-hmm. Spicy mayo. Mm. Like, you go to a sushi place and you give me a little drizzle of spicy mayo, we're going to be friends. Well, that's interesting because I know you don't like mayo. It has sriracha in it. Yeah. I know, but like you don't like mayo. That's why I was like, I don't oh. like but mayo, don't like but it's mayo. just a da- it's a dab. And you can't drown it though. You can't drown sushi, it. Sushi sushi places spicy mayo is almost kind of like a ranch thickness. Like it's yeah. not. It's a little right, different. it's not a mayo consistency. Yeah. Yes, it's it's really good. You're right. You're right. It is. But I was this just is not the first time though. This is not the first time. But it has sriracha, sriracha in shortage. it. That's how you it make does. it. Yeah. There have been other sriracha shortages. People do love this stuff. I'll bet you there that if, if you tell me that there's a $5 bottle in the store that's no longer available and somebody went online and they found it for 20 bucks, I'll bet you people would buy it. Ballers. I'm people, buying that. People love that sriracha. I got to pay my I rent. Have, I have a little stash of the tiny little, little bottles that you get Aww. from like, um, like I got them from like the hotels when I go to Vegas because, oh, you know, cute. they get, they bring all the to go food and they always bring you like these cute little condiments and they're the smallest little sriracha bottles. And I was like, I don't know why, but I want to take these home. So I have like 20 of them in my cupboard. So if I you can guys do, run out, I'll bring I can do some. Tapatio, no problem. And what's the other one with the wooden, like the, the circular Chula. wooden? Chula. Chula. Chula? Chula. Yeah, Chula. I can do that too. I, I can replace sriracha. Really? I, yeah. I'm i a one well, Mexican, so I like all types of hot sauce, like Tabasco sauce. Like I, I just have a array of them. But I do know, like, because the the corporation moved to Irwindale, uh, which is in, you know, close to where my mom lives, they were giving out, you would do like a tour of the plant and they would give you a bunch of stuff. So my friend's like, yo, I wonder if we can do the tour and get stuff for free. I was like, yeah, probably not. They're not taking any new orders. I don't think they're going to do that. Yeah. But they were doing that. That is what you need to know. 
Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Well, we're living um, in a strange world nowadays, George Sedano. I mean, listen, inflation's gone crazy. Interest rates have gone up. People are driving electric cars. Weed is legal. And, oh, my God, we've run out of sriracha. It happens. It happens. I see you didn't like my Kaminga conversation with you for two minutes. I loved it. No, no, I see you. No, no, no. Somebody I see you responded so, so, to Grant today. Well, well, Grant see, said Grant said on the community. Grant said on Twitter that when you talk NBA to me, it's like you're talking to a wall. Right. I thought what you were saying was that you thought from the beginning that if there's going to be a guy that could potentially impact this game that maybe we're not thinking but about. It, it maybe it, it might be like if they go desperation. I don't expect him, but he pulled him out in a couple of series. So a couple of people are telling me on Twitter, they're like, hey, don't let George Sedano hoodwink you. This young man that he was just promoting was the seventh overall pick in the draft. I mean, a lot of people right, think this guy is Right, but the seventh overall pick in the draft is not always the guy you expect to be the superstar you know, to come. You know what I mean? Like, It's not like... I bet you if we looked at a lot of seventh picks in the draft other than Steph Curry, there's not a lot of, like, great stories, I'm guessing. You think a lot of them are big busts? Probably. I can look that up very quick. Not impactful um, guys in the seventh slot? Yeah, seventh pick in the draft. Seventh. Yeah, so Grant says on, in the community, in the Sedano and Cap community, that when Sedano talks NBA to me, it's like him talking to a wall. And all I'm saying is, is I thought we were getting a scouting report on who's tonight going to be an impactful player. Yeah. And instead what we got was... This guy's going to ultimately save these guys' careers. Yeah. Let, let, so I got, I got it here because the internet right. is fast. Go ahead. You, all right. You tell me if you've even – you don't even love basketball, so you tell me if you've even heard of these guys. Ready? Oh God, yeah. Uh, I'm, I, I don't uh, – so Kaminga was 2021, 20, I think. I don't know 2020 off the top of my head. But 2019, Colby White. Oh, Colby White is amazing. You don't know who Colby White is. Colby White is a great player. He Listen, I'll tell you the what thing What team about is he on? We're going to do the Charles Barkley, who he played for. That is not important. What is important is he's got, <laughs> he's got, he's got excellent lateral uh, By movement. the way, I yeah. love when they play that with Charles. I love when they play who he played for. <laughs> it is one of the funniest things that they do every year. And I and I always get mad at like the basketball nerds who are like, oh, I'm going to watch a show where the guy doesn't even know who he plays for. He's getting paid to do that. This is an entertainment show. Like, stop. Okay? Like, Relax. All right, all if, you know, you, if you want to know every team he plays for, look it up on Basketball Reference. It's not that hard. Okay. Colby, Colby White, though, he's got yeah, a nice Kobe, crossover. Kobe, Kobe, oh, Kobe, not Colby. Yeah. yeah. He got a nice crossover, and he's got excellent lateral movement, and he can jump out of the gym. No, actually, he's a great shooter, <laughs> and he's pretty small for his position. Okay. <laughs> and, and so, <laughs> what I mean, was... you could not have nailed that word more. Like in the in, for exactly what we wanted, which is you not to know nothing, know anything. All right, what well, what year was he drafted? Number seven overall, twenty nineteen. Okay, and who was he play for? The Chicago Bulls, Lindsay just told you. Oh, I never heard that. Yeah. Is he okay, good? the 2020 draft, the the year after that. Yeah. Killian Hayes. Oh, my God. Killian Hayes, when he was in college, <laughs> this guy yeah? was super impressive mm -hmm. because he didn't go to the big-name school where you, you kind of know him from the tournament. <laughs> He's just one of those guys who made impact late. And so when he went to the combine, um, he really performed, and that's how he was the seventh overall pick. Who he played for? He plays for the Detroit Pistons, oh, yeah. but he never played in college. <laughs> <laughs> he played in Europe. <laughs> That's kind of like college, Cap. I gotcha. I gotcha. Oh, this is great.
great. Like honestly, you you led with he was great in college, <laughs> and he didn't play in college. <laughs> it's oh, Friday. This is the greatest segment of NBA Outsider I've ever heard in my it's entire Friday. life. Like you could not have done, started any better. Like oh my god! All right, ready? We need yeah. an NBA Outsider. Like, yeah. To yeah, move on to the next. Yeah, one. yeah. We need that like a drop every time we play. We're gonna play these games. Like every so often, we're just gonna ask you about players in like a draft and just like because this is this is gold. All right, all right. Twenty eighteen. You ready? Yeah, Number seven yeah. pick. We still haven't gotten anybody that you think is a star clearly because you don't even know who they are yeah all right wendell carter jr wendell carter jr <laughs> this guy is actually quite an interesting story george wendell is he? Carter jr. yeah, yeah. Tell oh yeah me. big time yeah when he was coming out of high school yeah the rules were actually different back then so he couldn't go right into the nba this young fellow no, no, that's right Will here, chamberlain man oh yeah. This young man right here. Come on, I, let me years. let's play a game. Okay, he went to a big time college. Like he yeah. went to a big time college. Okay, I'm gonna say Duke. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Yeah, yeah. He Wendell. played for Duke, my man. And and do, who does he play for right now? Wendell. Yeah, he's not playing for the team he was drafted by. Yeah, that's right. He was originally drafted by Indiana. Now he's with Orlando, as I recall. Oh my God, he is in Orlando, but he yes. was definitely not drafted by Indiana. Oh damn it! <laughs> he you almost got see. it. That's pretty good. You almost got it. He does play for the Orlando Magic, <laughs> but he was drafted by the Bulls the year before Kobe White. So there you go. Um. All right. Twenty seventeen number seven pick. We're still not at great number seven picks for the person who's tweeting you that, oh, John the Kaminga, that's not a big surprise. The seventh pick in the draft. Yeah, but there's not a lot of great seven picks in the draft, okay? All right, 2017. You ready? Yeah. Lori Markinen. Lori Markinen came to the NBA draft vis a vis Lithuanians professional league. He was playing there when he was 15 years old, believe it or not. <laughs> no, it's true. He left high school at 15. He was immediately put into this pro league in Lithuania. At 19 years old, he was drafted into the NBA, number seven overall. This is the 2017 draft. Mm-hmm. And um, So straight from Lithuania, you believe, he came to the NBA. Yeah, he's, a, he's a fluid big man who really gets up and down the floor nicely. Well, he is a pretty fluid big man that gets up and down the floor nicely, <laughs> but he, 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 he shoots it pretty well. But he's actually Finnish, okay? So not that far from Lithuania. not that far he off, but US. he also but he also went he did go to college here and he played for a big time program really? in the West. I'll give you a hint. Did he did he play Gonzaga? No, Arizona. Oh, all right. Yeah. So there you go. But what's those, this guy's name? Laurie Markinen. Laurie Markinen. Who's he yeah. play for now? Now he plays for. Cavs. You take a guess. Take a guess. Cavs. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah, because Lindsay knows it. I didn't hear that. I didn't hear her say anything. Did she say yeah. something? Oh, okay, yeah. I didn't hear her say anything. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, you have to go back to Jamal Murray to have a good seventh pick. And then, like, you still have Emmanuel Moutier, Ben McLemore, Bismack Biombo, Greg Monroe. There's a lot of not great seven picks for the guy who's tweeting you that, like, I'm not giving you, like, some sort of, like, diamond in the rough. No, he's not a diamond in the rough, but there's not a lot of great, like, superstars beyond the top four or five picks most years. So. That Bismack guy, though, he had a couple of good songs. I don't know. It's the same guy. Yeah. Oh my god. No. Bro, it, that but those first two, we should that should be the promo that runs for eternity on this show. Like honestly, <laughs> you could not I could not have laughed more than I did in those first two that I gave you. Colby White and Killian Hayes. Like it was unbelievable. Those guys are outstanding. Oh. They're excellent right, ball anyway. players. Hi, yeah, yeah. All right, Russell Westbrook. 
there's some stuff, some good news about Russell Westbrook. We'll tell you what that's all about. And LeBron said some thing that's uh, irks some people. We'll tell you about that as well. Stick around. We're back in two minutes. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Oh, no! Baby, rub it down! Oh, no! Yeah! Baby. Do me, baby. I mean, this song, if you think about, like, how, like, people gave Madonna for, like, a virgin a ton of grief. <laughs> I think this song is just as bad. <laughs> Laura, did you but dump hilarious. out of any of this? No. And we, and we loved every second of it, okay? Every second of it. I did. This was, I was, like, probably, like, nine years old when this song came out, and I could sing every lyric back then. You didn't dump out a smag it up, flip it, rub it down? Oh, no! No, no and you can hear it live. They're going to be in concert here in L.A. When? October 1st, Salt and Peppa, them, and Jenny Wine. Genuine. Oh, oh Genuine. Pony. Come on, dude. Mm, dude. You know Genuine, Cap? Nope. I'm going to tell Tivo to take me. Really? You know Genuine, Cap. You Do know I? That. It's like play a Genuine song, okay. Laura. Find one. You play a Genuine you... song. Let's see if I know it. I mean, there's one that's obvious, but... I mean, mm-hmm. October 1st, though, that's like, that's Ohana Fest, you know? Mm. It's like my new thing every year. Ohana? You oh, know I know this song. this song. Oh, hell yeah, I know this song. This Pony? is Genuine? Yep. Yeah. Oh, get on it. Wow. I never thought Genuine could be ruined, but, you know, here we yeah, go. Why is that ruined? Yeah. You did yeah. the I can't even do the hey, yeah, There, that, that, yeah. Jump why you, on it. Why do you have that? ride it. What? I don't even know what to ride. call that, but it's another one of your Tourette's. <laughs> Come on in. It's the Bob Dylan Tourette's. Yeah, the Bob Dylan Tourette's. Yeah. I mean, are those the song? Are those the, the lyrics? I don't even know if those are the lyrics. Do you know what Genuine's real name is? Laura or Lindsay? Not you, Cap. You definitely don't. Know. I think I do know. Go ahead. No, he has a really. Know. Doesn't he have a really weird name? Like or is he has a name of a famous Laker. Oh, what? Yeah. His name is Elgin Baylor Lumpkin. Elgin Baylor Lumpkin. Yeah, that is his real name. Elgin Baylor Lumpkin. Yeah. E.B. Lumpkin. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's his, unbelievable. Yeah, he's na- and he is named after Elgin Baylor. You think? His parents wow. named him after Elgin Baylor. You think so? Really? You think so? Player. Really? Yeah. No, That's it weird. says here, in, on, on, like I'm reading one of his bios. Well, no, I mean, I just think that if, like, if your name's Elgin Baylor Lumpkin, then... If somebody were to say to you, wow, that's an interesting name, what would they name you after? As Clinton Yates would say, fellow D.C. native Elgin Baylor. Yeah. I mean, and genuine. Yeah. <laughs> he sounds like a ninja turtle. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they named me after Elgin Baylor. Who'd you think they named me after? I mean, I'm just saying. It could have just been a coincidence. I mean, there's no, like three Scott no. Kaplan's that have appeared on Twitter over the last month. Yeah, but yeah, no, th- the this Kaplan could, method. This could not. There was be the a Kaplan method, right? That guy. Yeah, yeah, and then him. today there was this vi- vital viral video that went uh, video that went viral from the Rangers Lightning uh, Eastern Conference Finals game in the NHL, where some dude, some Port Lightning fan, got knocked the bleep out by some guy in a Red Rangers T-shirt, 
And uh, and that guy who tweeted it out was named Scott Kaplan. So when you said it to me, my immediate reaction was like, there's another one of you on the Internet? Oh, dude, wait, you got to hear this story. So this morning, I get on Twitter, and I receive a tweet from Fox News oh, in boy. New York. Oh, boy, they want to use your video. Right, Fox News, like New York City, like Channel 11 oh, or no. something, right? right? <laughs> so they're like, hey, Scott, we see your video. Do you mind if we use it? We'll give you credit. And I'm like, wait, what are they talking about, these guys? Right. Am I just, like, tagged in something? And then I looked, and I realized the video, which, by the way, is so violent, yeah. you know? Like, if I, I, if, I were, if I were there and I saw some guy punch some dude completely defenselessly and cheap shot him, I'm sorry, man, I got to get involved. You know, I, I'm stunned that everyone just let him walk away right. and didn't at least do say something. Stop him. Right. You know what I mean? Until the security got there at the very least. Yeah. And eventually the cops got him and, and some dude ran after him. And, you well, know, because the guy... there was this old guy at the end of the video who said that dude in the red shirt, like he was pointing at him. Maybe he was. I mean, you're first of all, you're pretty bold and also kind of stupid if you're still in the area after knocking some dude out like that. Um and they and there's camera phones everywhere. Like that was pretty stupid. But. Well, I guess he he got he punched some other guy because some other guy chased no. after him. Yeah, he turned around, punched that guy, and then oh, finally the, guy the cops chased got after him. him. Okay, yeah. Got it. So look, so the, some other guy named Scott. So anyway, Kaplan. the guy also right. The guy who took the video was named Scott Kaplan. Yeah. Right. So Fox News is asking. So Fox <laughs> News permission. contacts me on yeah. on Twitter, going, "Hey, can we use your uh, can we use your video? We'll give you credit." And I'm like, uh, "Wrong, Scott Kaplan." And they they got back to me like, "Yo, my bad, my b, my b. Sorry about that." Yeah. Terrible. So imagine you woke up to that, and all of a sudden you're like, "What did I do now?" Right. What? Right. What happened? Were what? you like terrified in a cold sweat, thinking you did something? I'm like, "What's going on here?" Fox News from New York needs me. What do they need right. me for? Yeah. Like because you you probably assumed, "Oh no, what did I do? What did yeah. I say?" Right. Yeah. It's true. That, am I going to be able to sign this contract? That was the question. That was it. Like, did I do something? <laughs> did I did I forget that I'm working for Disney? Did I say something somewhere else that screwed me up? I know. Uh, so, anywho, um, did you hear the Russell Westbrook news? Speaking of... Uh, oh, there's news? Yeah, news. Um, yeah, so Adrian Wojnarowski. Do we have the audio, guys? Adrian Wojnarowski, Woj, uh, was asked on the set of Countdown about uh, Russell Westbrook. I sent it in the chat the other day. I don't know if it's available. But he basically said that Russell Westbrook is, quote-unquote, enthusiastic about Darvin Ham as a hire. So that's the news. The news is that Woj told us that Russell Westbrook is enthusiastic about that Darvin Ham. That is the news. That's the news, huh? That's the news. Okay. Yeah. You're not, you're not enthusiastic about the news of Russell Westbrook being enthusiastic? You know how skeptical I am about all these media reports, you know. Why are you skeptical? Well, because I feel like somebody at the Lakers... Well, or, no. I mean, Woj talks to people that are not just people in the Lakers. Oh no, I'm sure, but but in this in this instance, though, stuff and, in, whether it's whether it's Russ himself, whether it's Russ's agent, whether it's the Lakers, somebody told Woj what Woj reported because somebody wanted that out there. Now, if it's Russell Westbrook, maybe he wants it out there because he wants everybody to know, hey, I'm coming back to be a team guy. If it's the Lakers, maybe they're putting it out there because they're like. We got to convince the rest of the NBA that we're holding on to him, and we plan on playing him this year because that's the only way we can create any value for him. I just feel like when when that is hand delivered to Woj, I feel like I'm being set up for some reason. Why? And I don't and I don't know what the setup is, by the way, because I've all this whole time I thought, well, there's no doubt Westbrook's coming back. 
But I don't know. Maybe they're trying to find a way to convince the rest of the NBA. We want him. We believe in him. He loves our coach. We're not trading him. So that makes somebody say, we want him. We'll give you something for him. Right. I don't know. My head's spinning a little bit from this situation. Okay. Well, sorry. I didn't mean to make it spin. No, no. It's not you. It's Woj's fault. No, don't blame Woj. It's not his fault. He's just doing his job. I know. But when he does his job, it makes me question things. Okay. Well, you shouldn't question him. I mean, he's going to tell you the real deal. Well, he's telling me what he was told. Right. You have such but a conspiracy theory. So you're not questioning Woj. You're questioning, Woj. <laughs> you're questioning what the, the person who's saying it. Right. I'm questioning whoever said what they said to Woj that created that report that Russell Westbrook is really excited about Darvin Ham. Whoever gave him that piece of information, what did they want to have happen with that piece of information? Well, I think that if you're Russell Westbrook's people, it would be in your best interest to be like, hey, make sure that you get along with this coach. Well, I think that if if no, you're Russell, you don't think that's the one hundred percent. If you're Russell Westbrook's people, you're saying, "Hey, listen, um, dude, like people get who you are, you know, and um, not everybody's so sure they want you on their team, especially at forty-seven million dollars a year. Here's what you should probably do: like get along with this coach, and guess what else? Be coachable, and guess what else? Do whatever they ask. In fact, when he uses the word sacrifice, you need to do that. So I would say, yes, Russell Westbrook should be getting that advice. And if yeah, he's not, I, he's getting I, I, it here. That, that, and that's kind of my point, is that he needs to make sure that stuff like that is out there. Right. But on the other hand, what if the Lakers gave that report to Woj because they're saying, hey, Woj, let me tell you something. Well, but um, I, why are we questioning who gave it to Woj? Like, that's not the point of the conversation. No, no, I guess for me, though, my problem is that's why my head was spinning. Because I'm like, gosh, I hear the report, and do I take it at face value? Do I believe it? Like, hey, um, Russ is really stoked on Darvin Ham. He's so stoked he showed up to his press conference. Cappy, you're so jaded. I know I am, aren't I? You are super you are. jaded. I know. Like, How do you guys take it? Do you guys take it at just pure well, face value? I, I mean, I want to I want to at least at the very least say, okay, I, I, I'll judge how enthusiastic he is when the season starts. Like, that's about as jaded as I go and as skeptical as I go. But, I mean, you're literally, like, just dismissing it altogether. Like, I mean, okay, maybe he can get along with him. Like, why not? Oh, I believe that he can. I believe very much that Darvin Ham is the right personality, has the right background, has the right resume that somebody like Russell Westbrook would go, I can respect this man as my coach. I don't ever believe he felt that way about Frank Vogel, ever. Oh, he definitely didn't like Vogel. It was obvious. Well, I think, I think Darvin Ham can reach him. All right, do. we'll see. I hope so, because they need it. There's new question. That was the case. So Indeed. Uh, all right. El- Clinton Yates has just texted me. Elgin Baylor, uh, S- Springgarn High graduate in D.C. Mm-hmm. There you go. Okay, D.C. native. Yeah. Another D.C. native, just like yours truly. I'm Sean McVay. I'm television's <laughs> Clinton Yates. Cowabunga, dude. No, that's Cappy. He no, that's And no, by the way, people in the community were totally saying you should adopt Cowabunga. They did, but I've never used Cowabunga before, Right, but you ever. should adopt it. You I should start like using it. it. I don't like Bring it ca- back. Cowabunga doesn't work for me, I don't think. Oh, it totally works for you, dude. I don't think I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, Cowabunga. Yeah, I'm going to a Hanafest, man, Cowabunga. I don't see that. Yo, I'm going to go watch some Nickelback, Cowabunga. What does Cowabunga even mean? I, mean, I don't know. It means like, hooray, I don't know. Does it? <laughs> yeah. Google it. It's like enthusiasm. Yeah. 
Cowabunga, dude. Yeah, I guess yeah. you're right. You got it, dude. Yeah, a lot of people did say that I should use it. You should adopt it. Just never, make it, bring it back. Never used it. Bring in Cowabunga back. I'll try, maybe. Let me see if I can fit it in. Let's see if it fits you. You know, like, use it a few times, and, you know, you got, like, a 30-day uh, money-back guarantee on it. It's kind of the way I now use Relevatory. Right. Sometimes you use it right. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, so just three months after Coach K's retirement, Duke men's basketball coach John Shire has landed a major recruit off the court. Former Nike and NBA executive Rachel Baker was hired full-time as the men's basketball general manager, a completely new position under the Blue Devils umbrella. She's going to help student-athletes with their NIL endeavors and their personal brands. She is the latest in a long list of resources the Duke men's team has built to help athletes with storytelling, social media, brand building, and of course, NIL. Do you guys think that other high-profile collegiate programs are going to take Duke's lead and start hiring GMs? Swipe left or swipe right, Sedano? Oh, yeah. Um, the So, obviously, the school I, I grew up rooting for, the University of Miami, just um, hired someone to do that. I mean, they had a chief of staff on football alone, which was Ed Reed, and now they brought back Alonzo Highsmith, who's one of like their old-time 80s guys, to be like Love their... Love Alonzo Highsmith. The, What's that? I love Alonzo Highsmith. Ooh, he was a great player. He was a great player, and he was a, a great personnel guy in the NFL for many, many years. Well, yeah, he was. Um, uh, I think of Cleveland him as being Browns, Green Seattle Bay. Seahawks. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he drafted a bunch of the guys who are on the Cleveland Browns now, um, or helped draft those guys with the with their front office. And the Seattle guys that went to the Super Bowl, he helped draft a bunch of those guys too. So he's like doing that. So I do think that's going to be in vogue in at major uh, basketball and football programs for sure. Yeah, and um, USC just had a guy leave their program to go to the Detroit Lions, and so that's going the opposite direction, you know. But I think the point is is that there are going to be so many people involved in both now. Because yeah. mostly, business, well, well, mostly because the guys who are now used to call them student athletes, the players, they're now pro athletes. Yeah, I mean, you used to it was a whole big deal. Oh, student athletes. Oh, they're a student first, student athletes. No, not anymore. Now they're just pros. And yeah. so, if you're a program like Duke or UCLA basketball in particular, you have to be prepared to help these guys, or they're going to go where the money is. Right. I think it's really cool that they hired, you know, even though she may not be like a GM of the team, 
it's obviously a prominent position and it's a woman and I feel like that's a really cool job and like I want to get into that realm because that'd be awesome you know no just doubt. kind of advising well, people on the whole NIL deals and all that stuff it's great I mean if you, if you look at the NBA and what they've done over the years there's plenty of like big time um women's basketball players a bunch of them on coaching staffs now a ton of them um almost I want to say almost every one of the playoff teams that I covered this year had um, had at least one, if not on the coaching staff or in the front office. So, yeah, it, it's smart. Just because somebody played the women's game doesn't mean they don't understand the game. You know what I mean? Like, that's ridiculous. Like, this, the notion that that used to be the case is just absurd to me. Well, the other thing is, I can just say this, exciting when you have three daughters is, you watch an NFL football game, there's a female referee. You watch a Major League Baseball game, there are now women in uniform. At least there was one who, I think it was the uh, was it the Atlanta Braves. She was like the first ever person female in uniform on a Major League field coaching first base. And it's cool. Um, NBA referees, females. Mm-hmm. NBA, um, NBA commentators, females. So it's good. When you have three daughters, you say, hey, you can do whatever you want. No, you really can. Yeah, By the sure. way, speaking of really cool women in the NBA, uh, I just saw that Red Panda is the is in the building tonight for the finals game. No way. I might yeah. watch that. I need I to watch, watch that. that. Yeah. I hope they tell about that. I really do. Seriously, I, like, I do not I need know, halftime man. analysis. I'm going to have a hot take for you here, and I'm sorry to say this about a legend, but yeah. uh, don't even do it. Just don't Red even Panda is no longer as good as she used to be. Sorry. Really? Oh, she's she's lost a step. She's like Draymond. She's gotten. I old. mean, I saw her drop a plate. Okay, so really. <laughs> You know, that kind of crushes your dreams. Like when, you know, somebody, parents, if you have a kid in the car right now, you might want to turn the radio off for literally five seconds. Okay. Ready? <laughs> five, four, three, two, one, go. When you tell your kid that, you know, a certain someone doesn't exist in real life, you know, the, you know so. I've never seen her drop a plate, Holiday so. people, you know. Wait I mean? a second. Listen, Steph Curry misses news. shots. I mean, come on. Matthew Stafford throws interceptions. Cooper Cup doesn't make every catch. I mean, what, the panda can't drop a plate? I mean, that's kind of the deal, bro. If that's your thing, that you catch every plate, you can't be dropping plates. I mean, sometimes a plate drops when you're doing live panda. I mean, she had an amazing run, is all I'll say. I mean, I know, to me, she I'll, is I'll the go- she's the goat. But listen, every goat has their moment where listen, they got to go, I'll, you know. I'll it. still watch her just the same way if you put Mike Tyson in a ring, I'll still watch him. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, she's definitely more apt to doing cooler stuff than Mike Tyson is at this stage. But, uh, but yeah. <laughs> But she's not. You, you think she should have gone on on top, though? Yeah, yeah, undefeated and undisputed, and yeah. I don't feel like that's the case anymore. Do right? your thing, just, Panda. I don't know. It's, she's it's, like it's the, shattered my uh, my feelings. The By the way, Beto and Whittier says Beto and Whittier says that Cap should be more of a gnarly uh, type of guy as opposed yeah, to Cowabunga. I totally use gnarly. I do not use Cowabunga. In uh, which right, way do you ahead, use gnarly, Cap? Do you use it in the positive or the negative way? Because it can it, be used in both. I can use it in both. I, I have that kind of range, flexibility. Okay. All right. Just checking. All right. Uh, LSU junior Sharif O'Neal, the son of Hall of Famer Shaquille O'Neal, as you may know, uh, he reportedly has draft workouts scheduled with several teams, including the Lakers. The six foot ten forward was among the prospects that participated in the NBA G League Elite Camp last month. He has a seven foot one wingspan, and he had like eleven points, ten rebounds, and three assists during his second scrimmage game. I don't know why I gave you those stats, but there you go. He's not currently projected to be drafted, but he's going to have the opportunity to sign with teams in free agency afterwards. Obviously, if you were Shaq, just given how like you know things with the team like wasn't really happy ending, blah blah blah, 
And plus the big bright lights in LA. Would you want your son to sign with the Lakers? Swipe left or swipe right, Cappy? I'm going to say swipe left. No, I don't want my son to get signed by the Lakers because I'm Shaquille O'Neal, and I really know a lot about the NBA, and I feel like my kid needs to be developed, and I just don't think that the Lakers are in development mode right now. So I don't really, sure. I don't really feel like the Lakers are the team for my kid. Yeah, and, and I just feel – I mean, I feel for Sharif. I'm glad he's chasing his dream. Um, you know, he had that situation where he had a, an ailment, a, a heart ailment, if I recall right. correctly. Yeah, something like that, yeah. Um, he missed like so a whole year, right? He never, Right, and he never really got a chance to kind of prove himself in college the way I think that people thought he was going to be, in, you know, especially after his illustrious high school career. So I, I do think the G League route, and, and, you know, would be is great for him. And, uh, you know, does he want I, – I, look, the Lakers do a pretty decent job when they get young guys uh, developing them, so I, I would want to, sure. But, you know, I mean, having his dad's name, I don't think – I don't know, man. He went to LSU and his dad played there. So, you know. That's got to you know, be crazy, though, being Shaq's kid. And then if you play for the Lakers being Shaq's kid, like, that's just that's a tall order to fill. Dude, it's it's hard, man. When these kids, like, for example, Joe Montana's kid, he couldn't play football at Notre Dame. You know? Dan Marino's kids, they nobody became a good quarterback. You know, I played a college ball with a guy named Tony Dorsett Jr., his dad was like one of the greatest running backs of all time. He was a defensive back, and he was okay. Did he go by Anthony Dorsett? He did. And then he and he wound up not having like a great college career, but he had a really nice NFL career, believe it or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he it's was just a hard. defensive player, right? Yeah, it's hard when, when your dad is like a big superstar and you're following in his footsteps. Like everybody yeah. thinks you're going to be a star, and then you're not so great, and they're like, what happened to you? Yeah, it, it does. It's tough. It's tough. Um, so – but I'm glad he's trying to do it. And and look, there's there was clearly potential there because every school in the world wanted him um, prior to his ailment. So um, anyhow, all right, what's next, Lindsay? One more. All right, last one here. So speaking of big stars, Britney Spears is a happily married woman. She shared her first Instagram post earlier today since she tied the knot with her husband, Sam Asghari, yesterday in a romantic wedding in L.A. Uh, her post said, wow, holy, holy crap, we did it. We got married. Jeez, with a lot of Gs and a lot of Zs. She said, it was the most spectacular day. I was so nervous. We're getting married. And, you know, she just drones on and on with her posts. Uh, but anyway, she also thanked the incredible people that were there at her big day. And they included Drew Barrymore, Madonna, Paris Hilton, and Selena Gomez, to name a few. So I'm not going to have you guys swipe on this one. But if you could have three celebrities attend your wedding, who would you want to have there? Oh, um, can I count two that I'm a- that I actually know? Yeah. Uh, all right. So Freddie Prince Jr. and uh, and O'Shea. Oh, and by then, the way, O'Shea was excellent in Obi Wan last night. No spoilers, I haven't seen but... him yet. I haven't seen any of it. I haven't started any of it yet. So so good. I bet he is. He's great. Uh, let me see one more. Hmm, who's another actor I would like to be there with? I wanted someone that, like, maybe, uh, I don't maybe like Justin Timberlake. I like Justin Timberlake. That's a good oh. call. Yeah, That's oh. a really good call. I mean, he likes basketball. I started thinking, like, NBA people. You know, he was, I believe he's still, or maybe, or what? I know he was, like, a part owner of the Memphis Grizzlies. So these are three celebrities that I want at my wedding? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the first and most obvious is I want Jennifer Aniston, because I want her to be standing right there in front of me. You want her to be the one that stops the wedding? Uh, no, no. I want her to be saying I did. No, she, oh. she, she, Rachel will be stopping the wedding in this okay. scenario. Yeah. I want, I want Jennifer Aniston there. Yeah. I definitely need Eddie Vedder to be in the house. 
Right. And the reason you need Eddie Vedder to be in the house is because, you know, you just never know Hmm. when he might grab a guitar and go up there and do something really never cool. Know. Right. Never know. You never, never know. At what point never. in the party does he go up there and he go, He takes the guitar and he, he does something really special for me and Jennifer. Yeah. And then the third one, boy, this is a tough call here, George, because I'm down to my last celebrity. Yeah. What about like Harry Styles? I feel like he's your guy. Dude, oh I love Harry God. Styles. Harry Styles has love one Harry of the Styles. best songs on radio right now. Which like, one? It is like the happiest, nicest song Which ever. Which one? The sushi I- one? The sushi one. Yeah, the sushi no, song. No, the whole I mean, album is great. It's it is great. Album. I'm talking about Late Night Talking. Oh, all right. You're not talking about the sushi song. Yeah. Laura's going to play it next. Late Night Talking. All right. I'll take Harry Styles. There. There you go. That Do you even easy. know Harry Styles like that, though, or are you just falling into peer pressure? No, like, I don't know him that well. Um, yeah. So then why would you want him at your wedding well, if you don't because, know Because my daughter, his, my yeah, daughter is like the biggest week. Harry Styles fan. My okay, daughter. So for the kids, you're for doing For the it? kids, I'm going to bring. And by the way, the sushi song is great. Yeah. Do you know the sushi song I'm talking about? No, we'll play that one too, though. Does anybody know the Harry Styles song that's got like the word "sushi" in the in the title of the song? I don't know the names of the songs. I've just heard them. But I'm telling you, I'm like 99 percent about this. One of the days that you were out, Cap went on this long rant about how I think Beto was filling in because Beto was kind of making fun of him um, about how last night he listened to the entire Harry Styles album and he tweeted at Harry Styles, that's right, saying like. We had a dance, me and the girls at a dance party listening to your new album that just dropped. Cap, lo- it was Cap awesome. did that? Yep, yeah, that's right. I oh, did. you do that all the time. You love yeah. tweeting celebrities. You that's do. right. Pedo was yeah. making fun of him for tweeting at him. Oh, he my God. Like, you do, you do this him? so much, and it is so hilarious that you do this. <laughs> like, it really is funny. Like, it's funny, and, like, I don't know if I'm laughing. Like, at first, I, I don't know if I'm laughing because you just don't care. Like, and I love that about you in a lot of ways. But I'm also laughing out of just like, <laughs> it's do you endearing, honestly think, like, I guess, you know what? Shoot your shot because maybe they'll eventually, re- somebody right. will eventually like, like respond. What if, what if Harry Styles is like, hey, dad, you guys like my album so much. You should come backstage at my show at the forum. Right. That could happen. Could do that. That could happen. There that was could a girl, happen. There yeah. was a, a girl, Halsey was at Disney World or Disneyland, one of them eating dinner. Yeah. And she like went in the back, was like waiting on her and tweeted like, oh, my God, I'm waiting on Halsey. She's my favorite. I love her. And she had like a Halsey tattoo. And then Halsey saw it as she was eating. And she's like, oh, my God, she's a fan of mine. And so she invited her to the concert, had her come on stage. It was this whole big thing. Yeah. So you never See? know, Cap. Harry Styles. That there you go. Tweet, keep tweeting at Harry Styles. Then Radio Tinder's presented by our sponsor at Tequila Mandala. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala. Award-winning small batch premium sipping tequila made from the finest mature agaves. Available everywhere. Fine tequilas are sold. Visit their website tequilamandala.com and demand the extraordinary, like I do, with Tequila Mandala. All right, coming up next, a famous player in this NBA Finals series has finally won Lindsay over. We'll tell you who that is. As we wrap up the show and get you ready for game number four of the NBA Finals, we're back in two minutes. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! Splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Let that play, Laura. Let that play. Crank it up. 
right there. It's Friday. Come on. Roll your windows down. If you got a sunroof, take that off too. You know, that's it right there. That's the jam for a Friday. Come on. You just had a long-ass week at work. You know, maybe you got uh, a gummy or something. I don't know. I'm just joking. (laughs) Haribos. You know, that's what I meant. Um, Maybe you got a gummy, you know, in your repertoire. (laughs) Haribos. You know, like Haribos, you know, the candy. Yeah. Um, You know, gummy bear. So either way, this is the jam to take you into the weekend right there. So good. It's 5.50. It's time to jam. It's such a good song. And it, like, to me, that is like the perfect Friday I'm getting out of work song. I just want to chill. I'm not going to be even – I'm not even going to care about this traffic that I'm sitting in right now on the 405 or the 110 or the 710 or wherever the hell I'm at. You know, the 101. Oh, my God, the 101. Don't even get me started about that. Hey, um, uh, speaking of traffic, listen, tomorrow, have you thought at all uh, anymore about the Mason and Ireland poker tournament? I mean, it's it's. I have kids stuff until one o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, so oh. then to drive to Commerce Casino and then I have a haircut at five thirty. Uh-huh. Okay, mm-hmm. so to drive to Commerce Casino, it's going to be a tight window. Like I have to see how this unfolds. If the kids stuff takes longer, then I'm not going to be able to go. Wow, all right. I Maybe am so. literally game time decision. Hmm. If you guys go, I I might go because I didn't mention this to Mason and Ireland because I didn't want them to know. But I promise you, I'm like a ringer at poker. Because my dad used to have poker parties all the time, and he taught me how to play poker when I was, like, five. Let, um, me, let me give you a piece of advice, if I may. Unsolicited, okay. so take it for what it's worth. Um, if you're really good at poker, you know what you should not do? Tell people you're a ringer? Correct. Yeah. Well, Real I was thinking geez. I should show up with, like, sunglasses and a hat on, and, like, not nobody would know who I am. I'd be, like, incognito. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Real G's move in silence, like lasagna. Well, that's what I'm telling you guys, and not Mason and Ireland, because they're yeah. But you kind of told it you know. to the world, yeah. Yeah, but they're you, they're not going to the Mason and Ireland poker tournament. You pull you pull the cappy a little bit right there. Well, I may go my to the, I may go to the Mason and Ireland <laughs> poker tournament. I'm I'm close, man. I I've like cleared out my day to go. No, I, you haven't. I swear to you, dude. I swear I did. Um, I actually did. But if you're not going to go, am I really going to go? Because, I mean, it's a lot of driving. Gas is five hundred dollars a tank. You know. Do I really have to go? I mean, this is, why I, this is where the electric car thing comes in handy. Gosh, the electric car. I'm so jealous. I mean, I'm so jealous. Thought of it. You should have gone. To, you should have gone with me to South Bay Ford in Hawthorne. Still may go. I mean, go see my guys. Ireland's bought his Lincoln there before. I got to get an electric car. I must. I'm telling you. It's, it, my wife took the car today. She's going to see a show mm-hmm. and um, with uh, her girlfriends. And she's like, is your car charged? I'm like, yeah, you got like 80 miles on it. You're good. Yeah. I only have oh, like that, 50 miles on my though, e-bike. I feel like Cap would be that guy. You, you'd, oh, your car would be the zero. You'd get stranded somewhere yes. for sure at first. Oh, yeah. Really? Be, oh, if it almost happened to me, like, like, I would forget to charge it on some days mm-hmm. at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And you are way more absent-minded than me. Yeah, I know. I mean, listen, today I have so little gas in my car. And I looked down and I saw you know, like how many miles I have, and it started mm. with eighty-one miles. And I'm like, okay, I got to go run this errand. I got because you know first I had to go to my stylist, George. Why didn't you just go to the gas station first? You know, I because you like about to live it. on the edge. No, no, I thought about it. There was some traffic though. I could see this traffic, and I was like, you know what? I could stop at this gas station six fifty for gas. I see across the street at six twenty-five, but there's a lot of traffic. I'll go south a little bit, and then I'll stop and I'll get. And I never did. I forgot. So to your point about me forgetting to charge my electric car, 
Do they have those like uh, mobile chargers yet? Like for cell phones? Do they have those for mobile cars or for uh, of electric cars? Are you crazy? There's one. Haven't you seen the ones in our office building? No, no, no. That's not what I mean. I mean, like if I got stranded on the freeway. And I oh, had you mean no somebody electric. comes to you to give you a charge? No. I don't know. I've never no, no. asked. I think, no, no. I think they do have those, actually. Like, because you can't, like, the I'm batteries so. cap. Yeah, it's not something where it's like a phone charger. It's quite a large apparatus. George, right, so it's got to be, like, connected to, like, a truck probably, right? Yeah. And then it connects to your car. Like, I'm sure yeah. there's, like, a AAA has something like that for yeah. sure. You, wait a second. Do you, do you charge your car in L.A. Live? Uh, I have. I mean, I haven't done it. I've only done it once, but, yeah, I have. How much range out of your car? Um, so I got, unfortunately I didn't order the one I wanted, so I didn't get the extended miles or uh, extended batteries. So I just got the regular batteries, like 200, 200, 220 in that range mm-hmm. yeah, I'm looking to a for charge. Who, who's got the 300? Oh no, the extended batteries. They, I mean, a, a, a lot of these places, they all have 300 if you want it. Like you just got to buy the right battery. Okay. But my, the thing was my lease was up and I needed a car. Like I was like, oh no, I can't like the, the and the guy was like, if you want to order the car you want, the electric car you want, it's going to take two or three months. I'm like, well, I don't have that kind of time. I know I should do so that I took now. the one on the lot that I liked, um, which was the same color that I wanted anyway. So I just dealt with that. All right. Well, we are pulling into the weekend. Now, I mentioned to you, Harry Styles has a song about sushi. Yeah, the sushi. Stuff at the sushi restaurant or whatever. Yeah, now, It's a good song. Now, this it's, is a jam. It's a cap song. This is the kind of jam that will get you ready to go into the weekend. Right oh, here. yeah. No, it is. It's great. Very cappy. Well, and, and that's why my Mandy's outfit, I will even say, is somewhat Harry Styles inspired. Okay. Well, there you go. Uh, he says the tournament and Greg Bergman just texted me the tournament ends around one. Yeah. So there's no chance I'm going tomorrow. Really? I won't be free till one o'clock. I just told you. Do you not listen? Got to get the haircut. No, I listen. Well, no, I the kids. No, the hair, I don't no, no, the haircuts not until haircuts not haircuts not until five thirty. Don't you right, listen? But, yeah, don't. Yeah, you don't listen either. You're having cappy moments there, Lindsay. So it's a cappy day. You know, it's Friday. It is a cappy day. I like that song. I like that song. That song is is very cappy. Um, but I do think I I I had never heard the song I sent earlier, which was the um, this one. Very like. Just like a afternoon drive stroll. I was picking up the little guy at preschool. I was like, this is a very like joyful song. No, this is the kind of song that I should be drinking rosé to. It's very happy. It's uplifting. Yeah. Day drinking like, somewhere in Italy. I'm lean and ripped, and I'm drinking rosé. You like, you're a rosé guy? I mean, on a Saturday afternoon, I could be. You're a lean it's and a- ripped guy? Well, I'm not that anymore, but that's here we go. Here we go. This is the good part. Here we go. Come on, this is a good song right here. That that I mean, this that the hook right there had me the whole way. I was like, wow, good for Harry Styles. That song is a good song. Like that's a like, ooh, I'm in a good mood song because Harry Styles is singing. Yeah, well, that's why when you're drinking rosé, you're in a good mood. Hey, Lindsay, who's the player that turned you around? Draymond. How's that? Wow, that's big for you. I mean, he ruined. Well, he helped your Cavs win a championship. Actually, in a lot he's of he's endearing, and he yeah. he's changed my mind. I'm in on Draymond now. Wow. Why? All Why? Right. What happened? Why? We only have 20 seconds, bro. I know. Well, there's got to be an answer. We'll, we'll find out. On we'll Monday. find out next week. How about that? Look at that. 72 hour tease. All right, we had a cappy day. Great job, Cappy. Later, everybody. See ya. Great job, Lindsay and Laura. We'll talk to you on Yana Game Four is next.